0: Thanks for checking out the Bridge Podcast. It's not a mistake, you found us. We pray God speaks to you today. Check us out Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, go to sfbridge.org. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody! Hey, uh, if you don't, uh, I just want to say this tonight, if you're here and uh, you don't have a place to sit, uh, we've got a couple of seats here, and please find a, find a chair, um, man, if everybody can just scoot in towards the middle a little bit, and we can, we can get everybody a seat as much as we can, and uh, um, this is awesome, I guess we're going to have to expand, amen? So, alright, hey, this is awesome, what a great turnout, man, just, just, I just want to give everybody a hand, can we just give everybody a hand for coming out tonight? Come on! <laughs> We usually, uh, we usually have service from 6.30 to 7.30 and tonight uh, we went a little earlier because I-, I know some of you are like me and you're sinners and you want to get home and watch the game. So I heard there's some weird game on tonight and-, and some of you, and this is what I want you to know, is that we really do welcome anybody in this church. Yeah, I saw some people wearing some green stuff with, like, this weird G on it when they walked in, and, uh, man, I tell you what, I don't know what that is, um, but, obviously, we're, we're open to anybody, and so, uh, that's right, that's, yeah, we skull chant going on, yeah, I, no, um, Hey, I just want to say this man, tonight my heart is this for you, I want to pray that tonight whether you're a kid, whether you're an adult, uh, no matter in the age, uh, if you're old as me according to Derek or young as him, um, we just want to make sure that... Tonight, you receive something from God. And so we have fun. We like to party. We like to make fun and and all of that. But in all seriousness tonight, my goal is for you to experience the Creator, the one who sent his son to come and die on that cross 33 years later. And so that's what tonight's about. And uh, we're excited. So, one of the things that we do in the church is we actually applaud for Jesus. It says in the Bible to put your hands together and to praise him. And so we have a room over 200 people in here. We're over capacity. So, if you're a fire marshal, please give us some grace. Uh, Uh, But we we just want to say this tonight, uh, that we love Jesus. And so here's what I want to ask you. If you would, and you can shout, you can clap, just with all your might, can we just give him some praise here before we get going in the message? Love you, Lord Jesus. Love you. It's about you, Jesus. For you, Jesus. Have your way here tonight. We pray in your name. Amen. So hey, again, thank you everybody for coming out. We might have to go to two services next year on this night, but you have come here tonight and we are in the middle of a sermon series for those of you who are movie lovers. Where are my movie lovers at? Anybody? All right. And so I love watching movies. I enjoy them. And in fact, we've been doing this series through December called At The Movies Christmas Edition. And and uh, we've been going through all my favorite Christmas movies and, uh, and some of yours. we we didn't do It's a Wonderful Life because my wife can't stand the movie. Um, I'm sorry. I know it's a traditional one. And so we've had fun. We did Elf and we looked at, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, what's the other one with uh, The Family Man with Nicolas Cage and uh, The Grinch and then Noelle yesterday, the new one on Disney Plus. That's a great one for the whole family. And so today I'm excited to share with you this evening one of my all-time favorite Christmas movies, if not my favorite one. And I'm going. To do this tonight, I'm going to give a lot of this movie away and we're going to tie in some biblical principles. There's two, there's a couple things that are going to happen, and I want to prepare you right now, okay? So, kids down here, you got to be ready for this too. So, here's what's going to take place there's three different things I'm going to need from you tonight. Number one, you're going to need your phone in a little bit. I'm going to need everybody to have your phone ready to go. So, make sure it's on, on silent, but then I'm going to need it for a moment. Number two, Towards the end of the message, I'm going to put a phone number up on the screen. This is our church number. You can text it. If tonight is the night that you give your life to Jesus, and we're going to ask you to do that this evening, if you do that, we just want you to text yes to the number I put on, so you'll you'll need your phone for that as as well. Number three is this. At the end, we are going to have candles lit, and so keep them off right now if you can, and we're going to light them all together, and we're going to sing one last song together. So if you're good with that, say yeah. yeah. All right, so here we go. Now, if you haven't seen this movie, you live under a rock. This is one of the best Christmas movies ever. In fact, it was the top grossing movie, comedy action movie, for 25 years running. Truth be told, however, if Child Protective Services were involved, this movie would never exist. Or if there were cell phones, this movie could have never happened. Let's take a quick peek.
1: Where are you going? We're gonna miss the plane.
0: When the McAllister
2: family left on their Christmas vacation,
0: did we miss the (laughs) plane? No, you just made it.
2: They forgot one small thing. Have yourself
1: a terrible feeling. Did you lock up? Let yeah. yourself be light. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else, else
2: could we be forgetting? Our troubles will be ours. Kevin!
0: Ah! Home alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits.
1: We know that you're in there.
0: It's Santa Claus and his elf. Get off my property!
1: this is my house i have to defend
2: it where's your mother my mom's in the car where's your father he's at work what about your brothers and sisters i'm
1: an only child where do you live I can't tell you that why not because you're a stranger he's a kid i mean what can a kid do to us kids are stupid i know i was you still are marv this is it To get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. Ah! Yes! Ah! 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 Where are you, you little creep? I'm gonna kill that kid! Why'd you take your shoes off? I'm dressed like a chicken.
2: Gus Polinski, Polka King of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was
1: just a kid.
2: But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up
1: or you're
0: thirsty for more?
2: From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Home Alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. Directed by Chris Columbus. Coming November 16th.
0: Yeah, how many seen Home Alone? Come on, all right, all right. You know, you guys can't hear it in the back, but up here the kids are just going hysterical. They're in the trailer. So go home and watch this. Not after the game, but tomorrow or something. Alright. So I know this is like a super funny movie. It's one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite scenes in here is the pizza delivery scene. You know, when he shows up when he's playing the black and white film and he's like, you know, leave the you know, leave the change or whatever. I don't remember exactly what it says, but he's just goofing off and, you know, pizza delivery guy's like, get out of there! Get out of there! I, I love this. And, and here's what I want to share tonight. And, and I want to there's a lot of funny moments, there's some serious moments that I kind of want to talk about tonight, but one of the things that's so valuable to us at the Bridge Church, um, to me, uh, my wife, we, we started the Bridge Church nine and a half years ago, and the reason we started this church is because we wanted it to be a life-giving church in this community. We want to we see God do miracles in our community. We want to see God show up and show off in our community. And so, if you agree with me during the message, you can share shout out amen or yeah okay all right so don't just let it be me this is this is give and take together but one of the big passions that we have as a church and I just want everybody to know this is there's two things it's on our website but we value relationship with God and put it on the screen and relationships with others okay the people you came with tonight I'm guessing some of them, hopefully all of them, are pretty important to you. And uh, otherwise you wouldn't have said, Hey, come with me tonight to the bridge service. You know, some of you are standing right now. And, and you're going, Man, alright. So I'll, I'll keep the message under two hours for you. But here's the deal. You came with loved ones. You came because these relationships are super important. Obviously, this is the most important relationship between us and God, and that's a vertical relationship, but then there's horizontal relationships that are just as important. And so, I know it's a funny movie, but there's a couple scenes I want to point out to you. So let let me get you caught up, if by chance there's somebody within this room that has not seen Home Alone. If you haven't seen it, you need to get what I call culturized, okay? I'm going to give away the movie tonight, because if you haven't seen it, I don't know why not. It's a funny movie, there's even a, a sequel, and then the rest of them after the sequel are horrible, but the first one is great. And so in this movie, Kevin's family, he, they leave him, he's home uh, he's home alone, and he's all by himself, and he's going, I got what I asked for, I, I'm a family here, it's going to be magical, and he's making all the stuff he wants, and, and he's having a blast, and he's enjoying it, and he's, he's Love and life, and he's thinking everything is so great, and he just enjoys it. And, and all of a sudden, it becomes kind of real to him. Well, before this happens, he's hanging out with his family, and you know he's got one family member that wets the bed, and he's got you know the crazy uncle. Anybody relate? You got the crazy uncle. If you don't have the crazy uncle, you got it, uh, or aunt he's got crazy family but one of my favorite scenes too other than the pizza one is they're all looking out the window together and they're all spying out this one window and they're looking at their neighbor the old man across the street kind of creepy kind of freaky and they see him get two big giant garbage bags that are black. And he starts stuffing them with stuff. And he goes out and he's got his big winter boots on. And he's dressed. And he's got the hat and the big shovel. And, and he's walking out going down the driveway. And he gets towards the end of the driveway. And he puts it in there. And they're all watching him. They're all like freaking out looking through the window. And then they look over. Or the guy looks over at him. And they're like, oh! Ah! And they shut the door. And, and they, they're judging him because they don't really know the guy. Well, this next scene I want to show you is when Kevin is home alone and he goes into this church and he's sitting there and he's never talked to this old man and the old man happens to come into church. Go ahead.
2: Merry Christmas. May I sit down? That's my granddaughter up there. The little red-haired girl. She's about your age. You know her? No. You live next to me, don't you? Yeah. You can say hello when you see me. You don't have to be afraid. There's a lot of things going around about me, but none of it's true. Okay? been a good boy this year? I think so. Swear to it? No. Yeah, I had a feeling Well, this is the place to be if You're feeling bad about yourself It is? I think so
1: Are you feeling bad about yourself? No I'm in kind of a pain lately I said some things I shouldn't have I really haven't been too good this year
2: Yeah
1: I'm kind of upset about it Because I really like my family even though sometimes I say I don't, sometimes I even think I don't. Do you get that?
2: I think so. How you feel about your family is a complicated thing.
1: Especially with an older brother.
2: Deep down, you always love them. But you can forget that you love them. And you can hurt them, and they can hurt you. And that's not just because you're young.
0: I... Here's what I need you to do. I want everybody to take out your phone right now. Take out your phone if you have it. I have a real one, an iPhone. Um, take out your phone. Amen. Here's what I want you to do. Even if you have a Samsung or an Android, hopefully it will work for you. Um, but my wife is an Android person. I forgive her. Um, take out your phone, everybody. Everybody, I want to, go ahead. And you should have a flashlight option. Okay? I want you to go ahead right now. Turn on your flashlight. And uh, once you have it on, I want you to raise it up as high as you can. Like, don't be, don't be Minnesota nice right now. Okay, wave it at me, all right? Like that. All right, bring the lights down. Levi, we bring the lights down. All right, put it down. I don't want to see it yet. Put it down so we can't see it, okay? All right, here's what I want to ask you to do. You just, just be real for a moment. Here's what I want to ask you. How, how many of you right now are really excited about Christmas? If you are, just put it up, okay? I right, can put it down, all right? How, how many of you... Um, maybe are a little bit skittish of Christmas and feeling a little bit depressed or lonely right now. Go ahead and put it up. Really high. Don't be afraid. This is a safe place. I see a lot of lights right now. Go ahead and put it down. How many of you know somebody either during the holiday season, during Christmas, during other times, you know somebody else, maybe it's not you, but you know somebody that has felt alone? almost all of us that i can see all right you can put your phones away for now you'll need them later you can turn your flashlight off you can bring those lights back up thanks levi we're in this together i think sometimes we put on our facebook and we put on our instagram and our highlight reel and all of us cool middle school guys trying to make the coolest tiktok video in the world you know and we try to do all that because we want to look good for everybody else we want to have it together ain't none of us got it all together bro Hey, none of us got it all figured out. We don't, you know? If you're 16, you're probably close. But for the rest of us, we don't, all right? I did when I was 16. I had it all figured out. There's a study done that says 31% of people, that was about a third of us that put our phones up, feel alone during the holidays. We feel like, man, I... We feel a little bit like Kevin in the movie. I know it's a goofy movie, but we feel like, where is everybody? Why do I feel this way? Sometimes it's from a family member that you spent Christmas with every year. And then that tradition changes, and you're going, I miss mom, I miss dad, I miss grandpa, I miss grandma, I miss my son, I miss my daughter, I miss my cousin, I miss my nephew, I miss my uncle. And, and, and we try to do Christmas, or maybe you're in a mixed family and it's new, and you're going, how do I do this, how do I, how do I make all of this work? And I just want you to know, to know tonight that you're in a good spot, okay? We're, we're all in this together. We all know somebody that feels that way Right now, and, and, and sometimes I think we put unrealistic expectations on ourselves to feel like we got to hold it together for everybody. we got to hold it together for our spouse or our family. We've got to be the strong one, okay? You, you don't have to raise your hand, but how many of us have said that? i got to be the strong one. And, and I think what happens is we put all this on ourselves that the magic of Christmas starts missing it. And tonight I want you to have a little bit of hope. I want you to go away with hope that we receive from what we represent, what we celebrate tonight. Tonight I want to offer you hope. It's not a hope that I have, it's a hope that I've found. And that's in the birth of Christ. Let me show you a picture here uh, of Jesus. And, and here he is and this picture here he is with his mom and and in the manger and you know we don't know exactly how it looked I mean this is a representation of what someone thought it might have looked like but here Jesus is and do you realize that this was prophesied in books of the Bible, way before Jesus was ever born, there was multiple scriptures in the Bible over and over in book after book about a king of Israel coming for you and for me. And so it says right here, actually in Isaiah chapter 9-6, I'll put it on the screen for you, it's one of the prophecies about Jesus. This was written before he was ever born. For, us, a, for to us a child is born. A son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful what? Mighty what? Everlasting what? Prince of, Prince of Peace. I love that. Well, what's Jesus? Who is Jesus? Right here. It's a great descriptor, and I love the fact that he comforts us. He's God in the flesh, and he brings this peace that we need daily, every day. I, I don't know about you. Anybody feel a little hustle and bustle of Christmas right now? Nobody, just a few people. It's just busy and it's going, it's going. And maybe this week you're finally like, "Ah, I can breathe. I want you to be able to breathe tonight. I want to offer you this hope. And it's this hope when Jesus was born. If you're not familiar with the story, in fact, I I was teaching in our middle school this week. And and we learned that there's some kids that are going, I don't know the story. We had kids at our youth ministry Wednesday night that didn't know the story of Jesus. And you know what? We were excited about that because you know what that meant? We had the right people at youth group Wednesday night. Right, we had the right people there because I didn't know when I was a teenager. No one ever told me. I had no. I thought Jesus is what you said when you stubbed your toe. That's that's what I thought. Literally, I didn't know there was all these characters in the Bible. I didn't know it was true. I didn't realize that. My prayer is that you realize that tonight. Here's what it says in Matthew chapter 123 about the birth of Jesus. Behold, the virgin, if you know who the virgin was, say her name. What was her name? Mary. Mary. Yeah. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. What a beautiful name. It means God with us. Not just God with them, God with you and with me today. God's with us. Well, I can't see him, Pastor Chris. I can't feel him. I can't touch him. I want to show you that he's there, and I want to show you how. You see, Jesus wasn't born just so that you and I could get this get out of hell free card Jesus was born the Christ a savior born not to have a glorious life but born to die came into the world and offers this simple hope and I don't know about you but I like simple I like simple and it's the Bible says whoever believes in him has eternal life and the cool thing about that eternal life is it doesn't start after we pass away it starts now now Today, it can by simple decision that you get to make tonight. Jesus was born for you and me and tonight we get to celebrate his birth. Wasn't it fun celebrating with our worship team the birth of Jesus? Come on, man. That was fun. That was fun. Let me give you a couple thoughts tonight. Number one, sometimes the loneliest people on the inside look the happiest on the outside. Sometimes the loneliest on the inside look the happiest on the outside. Why? Because of our insecurities. okay? Anybody have insecurities? I, I do, you know? I think we all do. We just don't like to promote them. We don't like to show them. We're scared of them. Let me show you a picture of Kevin here. Here's Kevin from the movie. All right, there he is. He's having a great old time. Do you remember this scene? He's jumping on the bed. He's jumping on down. He's, he's eating popcorn. There's music playing. He's so pumped up and excited because why? His family is gone. Kicked out. Woohoo! And then what happens along the way? A little reality starts setting in. Realize, he looks like he's having a great time on the outside, but deep down he's going, i got a real need for relationship. I'm missing my family. Even my brother, who I think is a puke, and I want to kick him. Doesn't like him. Can't stand his brother. But then he ends up missing him. You see, Kevin asked for this to happen, and it did. How many times have we asked for that? See, only God knows what's going on inside somebody. I don't know what goes on inside my wife. I don't have a manual for it. I wish I did. But God knows what's going on inside her heart. God knows what's going on in my heart. You and I were meant for relationship. Okay, look, just look at the person next to you. Okay, like the one you came with. Don't make it awkward. All right? Unless you're single and that's why you're here tonight. I don't know. Uh, but we'll pray for that, I guess. Um, you and I and the people you're with, we were created for relationship. That's why God created That's why God came. He didn't come so we had to follow a bunch of rules and regulations. He came to have relationship with you and I. In fact, without relationship, real church wouldn't exist. It'd just be a bunch of rules and things you got to do and all this guilt and shame and feel like, if I don't do everything, I'm going to H-A-Double Hockey Sticks. Where Jesus goes, just know me, accept me, believe me, follow me. I know you're going to screw up. It's going to be okay. I mean, could you imagine if you left your spouse when they screwed up? How many would have left your spouse today? Every single hand should be up in this place right now. (laughs) Somebody was arguing on church, on the way to church tonight. But here's the deal. Some of us get hurt in relationships. We all have. But every relationship you have is an opportunity for us to love like God loved us every single one of us think of it think of the one person in the Bible who doesn't need people he doesn't need people but he created them and still wants them talking about Jesus the one person in the Bible he didn't need to build a team of friends to be with him but he did why? because he needed them? no because he valued that relationship he loved them see we're better together look at that same person right now and say we're better together Now look at the other person and say, "I hate when the pastor makes us do things." That's all right. (laughs) Tonight, tonight, I want you to know this. I want you to know that you don't have to be lonely. Some of us really want to share that we're lonely, but I want you to know tonight you're not alone. Maybe you're lonely, but I want you to feel like you're not. You're with people. And right now, you might be in this room of 200 people, and you could still feel alone, easily. Easily. Here's my second thought tonight. You never have no one to turn to. Okay? You never have no one to turn to. Now, obviously, you can always turn to God, all right? But that's the easy, simple Christian answer. Well, we can just turn to God. We can go to Him. And, And I don't know about you, but I love bringing my needs to God. But isn't there something pretty special when we have a relationship with others that we can share all the junk and garbage that we go through in life and all the stuff that happens in work and happens in the family and happens with Christmas and with you know with the other side of the family that you want to talk about with your wife and your husband later you know all that stuff that goes on all those things God does say this in first Peter he says cast all your cares on him because he cares for you Cast all your cares on Him because He cares for you. But then we're called to carry one another's burdens. In fact, I love the Bible. I shared this at a wedding this summer. I love the fact, and I don't know if you remember the story with... uh, with Adam and Eve, okay? And here they are, and before Eve is even born, or created, I should say, Adam is in the garden of Eden, the most beautiful place on earth, and he is there with God alone. It's just the two of them. They're like hanging out, man. It's God and Adam. I mean, they're, they're like, they're making all these pit stops together. They're stopping at Bass Pro Shop together. They're going to White Castle together. They're looking for the best. Porcelain to get on. Oh, I'm kidding. That's too far. Too far. None of you got that. That's all right. That's good. Or you're like, I'm not laughing at that in church. They had relationship. Loved each other. But then God said something that still just blows my mind. God said to Adam, it's not good for man to be alone. Wait a second. Who's Adam with? Wasn't he with God? But wait a second. You're with the creator of the universe? And you're saying to Adam, You're alone? That's how much God values relationship. Do you agree with me? Say yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, you're wrong. (laughs) I'm not joking. So, now, this is what I want to say. I don't want you to feel alone. You're part of this community. You're part... Your first time here tonight, we have a lot of people, it's your first time here. You're not alone. We want to do life with you. There's always room for one more. Well, church is always filled with hypocrites. Yep, there's always room for one more of those too. right, so we have this thing that we want to call church, relationship, family. God loves those relationships. Hebrews chapter 10, I want to give you one more scripture here. It says this, And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. Maybe we should share this scripture with our government. Not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. But encouraging one another, no matter what political side you're on. And all the more as you see the day approaching, I added a little bit. Let it stand as it is. We're to encourage, spur one another on. Not give up meeting together, as the day approaches. Let's get back to the movie. Just by applause, how many have seen Home Alone? If you haven't, you tell me. You can come to my family room. We'll watch it together if you haven't. But I think I heard just about every applause in this place. I want to set up this next scene. I have two more clips I want to show you. Here's Kevin. And here he is. He's been going through this movie. He's been battling these bad guys. The what bandits. The wet bandits and and he's been battling them he's setting all these traps for them and and he's he's doing all these crazy things to them and and he's like finally gets to this realization that he's been missing his family and this is a scene kind of towards the end and i'm going to give away so spoiler a spoiler alert if you don't want to be spoiled you're gonna have to close your eyes right now otherwise go ahead and hit that scene The last Christmas I had with my mom was three years ago. And uh, I miss her terribly. And uh, I know a lot of you have experienced what that's like. But my mom, my mom didn't make a lot of money. But she was a natural foods manager at this grocery store called Rainbow Foods. Remember Rainbow? Worked there for close to 20 years of her life. Faithful, faithful, faithful lady. And didn't make a lot. And every Christmas, her favorite thing to do was she would take stockings and she would fill them with the lousiest Christmas crap anyone could think of. <laughs> it was, it, it, she would go, and no joke, she didn't have a lot, but I loved it. It was like my favorite thing since I was a kid. No joke, she'd go and she'd buy like packages of candy. And she would individually wrap each piece, okay? Like, I don't know how long it took her, probably like the whole year to re-wrap everything. Would put it in my stocking, and it would be like, you know, the little marshmallow Santas? You ever ate those? They're like awful. I mean, you can't even chew them. She'd, she'd wrap each individual one, put it in my stocking, and and I'd have to unwrap. And I loved unwrapping it. And she gave that to me when I was a kid until I was 37 years old still. Every single year. Then I got married. We had kids. She would do it for my wife. For our kids. She loved doing that. She loved just making that stocking, putting everything in there. Two, two things I could guarantee would be in my stocking every single year, even into my adulthood. One was a slinky. And no, they don't work down the stairs. <laughs> I've tried for 37 years different styles, different everything. The second thing was a Duncan Butterfly yo-yo. I love yo I I still love yo-yos, all right? And every year, I would get this. That's something I'll never have back. Enjoy those things that you have right now. We're together. We're together in this. I want you to know you're not alone tonight. For some of you, maybe that scene with Mom and Kevin is hard. Some of the kids up here, they're joking like, I'm going to cry. We're in this together. Here's what I want to do. I have one last clip I want to show you. And this is kind of setting it up where the last kind of scene between Kevin and the two bad guys. Here we go.
1: We outsmarted you this time. Get over
0: here.
1: What are we gonna do to him, Harry? I'll do exactly what he did to us. I'll burn his head with a blowtorch. I'll so
0: smash his face with an
2: iron. I like to slap him right in the face with a paint can, baby. Or shove a nail through his foot. First thing I'm gonna do is bite off every one of these little fingers, one at a time. <laughs> Come on, let's get you home.
0: I love that scene. I love that scene. I'll give me one last point tonight. It's not our sacrifice that saves, but it's his. Amen? It's not our sacrifice. You look in this movie over and over. What did Kevin do? He set up all these different traps. He tried so hard to destroy these bad guys. He tried to get rid of them. He could not do it on his own in this movie. He could not do it. It took old man from across the street who he was creeped out from. He was scared of because he didn't know him. He didn't understand him. He didn't realize how loving this man was. He didn't realize that this guy came so that Kevin could have life. He didn't realize that this guy across the street actually looked out for him. He didn't realize that this guy had his back no matter where he went. Even when he didn't have his back. He didn't realize that this guy loved him and his family and was there all the time. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? I think so often we get Jesus wrong. We either think, oh, it's a cute coloring picture of a manger. Or we think he's Scrooge or, or, you know, somebody bad or a policeman. I was trying to, you know, get us when we screwed up. That's not him. Jesus came in a manger knowing that you and I needed relationship to the fullest. To the fullest. That's why he came. That's why he was born. That's why we celebrate. Grab your phone for one moment. I need you to grab your phone. I'm going to put this number up here. Go ahead and type this in. Everybody, go ahead and just type this number in. Okay? Kevin could not save himself in the movie no matter how hard he tried. Couldn't do it. (laughs) He couldn't. Okay? No matter how hard he tried to be good, it didn't work. For us, it's the same thing. No matter how hard we try, the last thing I want to do is rely on my own good works when I get up to God someday. Because I don't know how good I have to be. What's the test? Well, there's no test. It's an acceptance of Jesus Christ as Savior. Tonight, the reason we do this service every year, the reason we have every service, the reason my wife and I started this church, I didn't grow up in a church. I know Jesus. I didn't give my heart to Jesus until I was 17. Tonight, every single person has an opportunity to say yes to Jesus. Tonight, if you want to say yes to Him, there's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you right now, no, I'm not going to make a big emotional thing. I just want you to text yes to this number. We want to pray with you. We don't. If you want to let us know your name, you can. But if you say, man, I need that relationship with God. I need to make it right with Jesus. That's what we want you to do. We're not going to text you back unless you want us to. But we're going to pray for you. We're going to pray that God puts people in place and that you know you're loved not just by God, but by this church, by myself, by my wife, by this family that we call believers that do life together. So go ahead, text it right now. Text yes to that number if tonight you want to make it right with Jesus. Give your life to Him or you want to commit to Him tonight. Do that right now. And then what I want to do is this. I want to ask you right now go ahead. You can stay seated for just a moment. Grab that candle that you have. You got in. We used to do fire candles. I'm glad we didn't tonight with the amount of people. Um, but also, we had many people within our community actually even give us uh, towards these chairs. These chairs that you're sitting in are brand new. And so we, we, our old ones had a lot of wax on them from years past. And so tonight, we're going to do this together in just a moment. But here's, here's the rule. Before you light this candle, that's what I'm going to ask you to do. Every single one of you has people that you influence in your life. Every single one of us do. Before we light this, here's what I want to ask you to do. So keep it on lit. But I want you to think of one person that you know is lonely. Who's the one person that God has put right in front of you? Could be somebody in your family. Could be somebody you know. Could be yourself. Could be you. Before you light it, I want you to think of that person. I want you to pray for them not out loud you can just pray between you and God whoever that person is and then we'll light it and when you light it go ahead and stand so let's do that in the count of three and I want you to think of somebody that you know is lonely and you can pray for and if you never prayed before that's okay gotta start somewhere otherwise just say God I lift up whoever it is to you if you know who that person is it can be you or anybody light it for them tonight as we represent Jesus' light in the darkness his light shines brightest in the darkness. So let's go ahead and let's bring those lights down for a moment. When you know that person, I want you to light that and stand to your feet tonight. I want to invite everybody to stand if you haven't yet. Go ahead. Just, just between you and God right now, just a quiet moment. Just pray for that person. We're going to end in one song in just a moment. so grateful for your son who gave his life for us that he was born in that manger thousands of years ago for us that we get the freedom to come and celebrate tonight on the eve of the eve of christmas we celebrate you tonight we thank you that you're in our midst and that you're with us my prayer for you tonight is this My blessing to you, just as a pastor and friend, is that God would just bless you, bless your family this week to come, bless your conversations tonight, even even during the game, that you have a fantastic week coming up. I want to ask you to do one last thing with me, and then on your way out, you can drop these. There will be ushers that you can hand these to on the way out. And uh, I want to ask you this, and just, I want to celebrate tonight. Um, just ask Derek to let me know how many people tonight made a decision to say yes to Jesus. And I just want you to celebrate with me. Can we just give Jesus an applause? Because 18 of us said yes to Him tonight. Come on, man. Hey, have a fantastic Merry Christmas, everybody.